Yeah, it really is so good to be together. And uh, my privilege this morning just to share some thoughts around tithes and offerings. And uh, want us to come to the words of Jesus in Matthew chapter 23 and verse 23. And in this context, Jesus is talking to his followers, but he's also correcting the hypocrisy of the scribes and the Pharisees who were uh, doing things for an external outward show and appearance, but actually their hearts weren't in alignment with a place of worship. And so Jesus is bringing some correction, and uh, I'm reading from the New Living Translation, a bit of a paraphrase, kind of a feel to, to the this, this Scripture interpretation here. Matthew 23, verse 23. What sorrow awaits you, teachers of religious law, and you Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are careful to tithe even the tiniest income from your herb gardens, but you ignore the more important aspects of the law, justice, mercy, and faith. You should tithe, yes, but do not neglect the more important things, blind guides, you strain your water so that you won't accidentally swallow a gnat, but you swallow a camel. Oh my goodness. You know, where the camels are coming all over again. Okay. So what Jesus is doing is he's saying to them, guys, what's going on in your heart and the way in which you live is so important and just relying on the duty in the fulfillment of the tithe, as though that was going to carry everything, but neglecting what's the heart behind the tithe, you're actually missing everything. And he says, yes, you should tithe. Now, these are the words of Jesus. In my Bible, it's in red. <laughs> and so we, we can clearly see that Jesus was not saying, listen, I've come to abolish the tithe and do away with the tithe. That's all Old Testament stuff. We don't need to do that anymore. No, Jesus' words himself, yes, you should tithe. So we know that this is a good thing and it's a God thing. But the point is, we're not relying on our tithe as though that was the thing that was going to keep us in a place of obedience in a place of uh, walking rightly with God. We need to show mercy and justice and kindness in every aspect of our lives and not just uh, with regards to our tithe. So what's my point? Tithing is just the beginning place, but we need to be listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit that we might continue to live lives that please the Lord over and above the activity of our tithes and offerings. The, the bringing of our tithe, that's just the beginning place. But let's trust the Lord that He will help us to go and to show ways of His love and His kindness and His mercy to so many other people way beyond just what we're doing with the good and righteous stewarding of the finances that He's entrusted to us. So, I want to invite you, we have a declaration that we're going to say together. And the point of this declaration is that we might align our hearts and our minds with the truth of Scripture and begin to declare by faith how we want to see our finances 
come into alignment with God's purposes and plans for our resources. So perhaps you want to stand in your lounge uh, and, uh, and you can say this out loud together with us. Ready? Let's go. Lord, as we receive today's offering, we are believing you for jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales and commissions, favorable settlements, estates and inheritances, interest and income, tax returns, gifts and surprises, finding money, debts paid off, expenses to decrease, blessing and increase, and divine opportunities to bless others. Thank you, Lord, for meeting all of my financial needs, that I may have more than enough to give into the kingdom of God and promote the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So good. So thank you for saying that declaration with us. Now, uh, just a couple of uh, practical ways in which you can be part of tithes and offerings. Um, you'll see on your screen there'll be um, the information for SnapScan, as well as we're going to give you the information uh, for our EFTs. And uh, if you've missed any of this, obviously you can find it on the Facebook page and also on our website. Uh, so you can use these uh, electronic means of, uh, of bringing your tithes and your offerings to the Lord. Remember that it says unto the Lord, uh, we see this from the book of Hebrews, that we're tithing unto the Lord. And uh, so we just want to encourage you in your act of worship and of love for the Lord uh, that you, you're able to do that. And again, folks, we're not encouraging you to do this because we're desperate for money. Now, God is our provider. He is faithful. He is well able to supply everything that we need. So this is not like we're trying to, you know, arm wrestle you to give money because we are, are too poor. In fact, folks, I just want to release uh, a testimony here in terms of God's faithfulness and goodness. You know, at the beginning of the year, we said that the Lord was going to release double portion. And, uh, and so as, as we stepped into the environment of, of coronavirus, um, we reworked our budget in terms of what we needed for this time in the season. And many people were, were saying, you know, things are going to get tight and ties are going to drop and they're going to diminish. Well, I've got good news for you. This month of June, we had the all-time highest record for tithes in the history of Breakthrough Life Church. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> when everybody was saying it was going to go down, God just shows himself to be faithful. He manifests himself in the opposite of what we uh, experience in the natural. This was a prophetic word that Bill Johnson gave to us at Kingdom Come. How God was going to show himself to be powerful and strong. Much like he did when he was taking the Israelites through the wilderness. He showed up at, as a pillar of fire. At night, which gave them both light and, of course, the heat from that fire. Because the, a, a desert can be extremely cold in the middle of the night. <laughs> and then in the daytime, he displayed himself as the cloud which covered them, protected them, shielded them, and kept them cool. And they didn't burn up. 
In other words, God showed himself to be powerful and opposite to the circumstances that the people found themselves in. Now we're finding ourselves where everybody is saying the economy is tanking. God is releasing flavor. (laughs) He's releasing favor and blessing and increase on his people. You know, these declarations that we make, it's not just mumbo-jumbo and just speaking words out. These are statements of faith. And when we bring our words in alignment with God's plans and purpose, His intention for our lives, it releases an action by the power of the Spirit into our circumstances, and our circumstances come into alignment with God's plans and purposes. Folks, I'm going to preach myself happy here. So... We are, are, are not encouraging you to, to get involved with tithes and offerings because we're in a place of lack and need and we're desperate and we're trying to manipulate you. Not ever, never ever. No, it's because this is God's way, His designed way for us to live. As we bring our tithes, we're acknowledging God, you are my provider. You are the one in whom I trust. This is a faith journey And I'm going to express my faith journey by bringing a tenth of my income because I'm going to trust you that nine-tenths is going to go as far and maybe even further than ten-tenths because it's a journey of faith. And I'm acknowledging that everything comes from you. I I might be getting a salary from a, a job situation that I'm involved in, but actually I'm identifying that you ultimately are the one who's my provider. And so I bring my tithes, and then over above that, I bring offerings to honor you and to worship you and to uh, lift up your name above all circumstances and all challenges. So, hey, isn't that just amazing what God is doing in this time, in this season? So I just want to pray. Lord, what we have experienced as the corporate family The double portion, the increase, the record levels of of income. I'm asking, Lord, that that testimony would happen again in household after household after household. Thank you, Lord, that this is a time of your abundance, of you doing the miraculous. Thank you that you still multiply the bread and the fish. You still increase our resource, that you are still my provider. And so we just release and we declare increase and favor on your finances in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, so good. All right. Well, we've just had a a wonderful Breakthrough Worship School, we've been running it online, and uh, we've had many many more people uh, join us for this worship school than we could have if we'd run it here in the building. Uh, I'm still fully convinced that we need to carry on with our building project so that we can expand and increase our capacity. So we, uh, last year, we were virtually at capacity. Now, this time, we were five times more than capacity in terms of the numbers of people who were signing in and, uh, and were joining in for, for our worship school. So it just shows that we, we are on the increase, we're advancing, we're expanding. 
And uh, so just a great time. Uh, I want to encourage you perhaps just to go and look online. We'll have it on YouTube in the next coming days, uh, as well as you can go back to Facebook. And uh, you can catch different segments that are going to be part of the, uh, the school. And uh, just love the, the inputs from some of our, our friends, uh, friends of the house, uh, whether it be Grant and Bernice, whether it was Peter, uh, whether it was uh, April, uh, we also had from our international friends, Sean Foyt and Dana McCullum, just bringing wonderful uh, words of, of encouragement and, and of insight, really. And um, so those will be available for free for you in, in the coming days. So just uh, so thankful to the Lord that he's allowed us, through the technology that we have here, to be able to share these wonderful resources with you. Okay, um, so just to, again, just to take note that from next week, we're actually, um, as we enter into the third quarter, many uh, people are just rejoicing that uh, some of the standards of, of schools, some of the grades are returning back uh, from this week. And uh, so I know that uh, some of the household's moms are kind of like, woo, yay, uh, freedom. <laughs> um, and so as we step into a new season, uh, we're also changing our times. So the daily inspiration, we'll be launching that 8 o'clock in the mornings. And um, we'll do a repeat for those at 1 o'clock because you're in such a good habit. Um, so we'll repeat that again. But um, our, our service time next Sunday will be 9 o'clock in the morning. That seems to be a good biblical time that we're going to gather together. So looking forward to connecting then. All right. What I want to do is I want to pick up again uh, this truth that God is the, the one who gives us the breakthrough. He is the breaker. And uh, so we call it Breakthrough Life Church. And, uh, and so as we just take a look at the scriptures together this morning, we're going to see from a different passage in Micah that, that God is our breaker. He is the one who releases the breakthrough into our lives. So in Micah chapter 2 and verse 12 says, I will surely gather all of you, Jacob. I will surely bring together the remnant of Israel. I will bring them together like sheep in a pen, like a flock in its pasture. The place will throng with people. The one who breaks open the way will go up before them. They will break through the gate and go out. Their king will pass through before them, the Lord at their head. So verse 13, the one who breaks open the way will go before them. The one in, is capitalized there. In other words, it's God who is the breaker. He's the one who breaks open the way, who goes before us. And uh, so I've got a couple of different um, versions of the scriptures, different translations that will just bring out some of the subtle nuances of, of this verse here. 
So from the New Living Translation, it says your leader will break out and lead you out of exile. Hey, many of us are feeling during this lockdown period that we're in a, a kind of uh, exile. We, 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 we can't carry on doing the things that we'd like to do. All right. So your leader will break out and will lead you out of exile, out through the gates of the enemy cities, back to your own land. Wow. All right. So some of us feel like we've been hemmed in and, uh, and we're not in our own place. We, 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 we can't carry on as usual as that was our own place, our own land. And the Lord is giving this promise that he's going to break open the way and he's going to bring us back into the place of having our own space, our own freedom, our own land, so to speak. Your king will lead you the Lord himself will guide you. Such a powerful verse here because what the, the God is saying to us through this verse is that God is going to direct our footsteps. He's going to be our personal guide. So we know the Holy Spirit is with us, never leave us, never forsake us. But he's going to guide us. He's going to navigate us through all of these barriers, through these obstacles, it's God himself who's going to be our guide. We don't have to rely on our own strength and our own experience, um, our training, any of those things. God is going to be the one who's going to lead us and guide us, and we have our own personal coach, mentor, guide. It's God himself. Let's have a look at the English Standard Version. It says, he who opens the breach goes up before them. Hey, that word breach there, that's the same root as we were seeing last week. Perizim, the one who, who breaks forth like the breaking through of many waters. That same root word, the breach. All right, so we can see here this link in terms of God being the God of breakthrough, the breaker the one who breaks open through the, the walls and the barriers and the obstacles that are in our way. This thing of breaking open and creating a breach so that we can go through. This is the same context, the connotation of this Hebrew word here. So it goes on in the English Standard Version to say they break through and they pass the gate, going out by it. Their king passes on before them, the Lord at their head. Another translation from the Tanakh says, The breaker has gone up before them. They have broken forth and they've passed on uh, by the gate and they are gone out uh, thereat. And their king is passed on before them and the Lord at the head of them. It's speaking here that God is like the head and he's creating us also to be the head. So he's ahead of us. He is our head. He is our king and he's leading us. From the New American Standard Bible. It says the breaker goes up before them. They break out, pass through the gate and they go out by it. So their king goes on before them, and the Lord at their head. So the breaker goes out, and then they break out. From the International Standard Version, God will stand up and break through in their presence. Oh my goodness. God will stand up and break through in their presence. 
Do you know that God is not just sitting back and sitting down, but he's actually saying something different here, that God is standing up to be actively involved in our lives and in our circumstances. The God of the breakthrough is standing up. He's taking a position of action in readiness to release the breakthrough into our lives. I mean, can you see just how powerful the picture is that's coming through from the International Standard Version here. Then it says, then they will pass through the gate going out by it. Uh, from the Christian Standard Bible, one who breaks open the way will advance before them and then they will break out. So the one who breaks open the way is describing who our God is. It's saying our king will pass ahead of us and the Lord is their leader. So we can see that clearly in these verses, there is a close connection between the breaker, the one who breaks through, who goes ahead, their king, the Lord. It's all tied together. It's saying that God is our king, and God is the breaker. So the one who breaks open the way, it's describing who he is. It's describing what he does. God breaks open the way for his people. <sighs> Folks, this is so powerful. If you're feeling like you're trapped, if you're feeling like you're in a prison, if you're feeling like chains are all around you and you can't you know, go into a place of, of spaciousness or freedom. You're hemmed in. You're, you're trapped. God is your breaker. God is in his nature to break open the way. It's describing who he is and what he does. <laughs> he can't help but be the breaker because it's his very essence. It's describing how he interacts with his people, how he comes to our rescue. He breaks open the prison doors. He brings us out into a spacious place. He's the one who causes a breach where there was a barrier, where there seemed to be no way. He is the one who makes a way. <laughs> oh, come on, aren't you so glad that you are part of Breakthrough Life Church. <laughs> because every time we refer to breakthrough, we're bringing ourselves into alignment with one of the aspects of his character, his nature, his essence. And we're inviting him to break through into our circumstances as we bring ourselves in, in alignment with who he is, who he's revealed himself to be, as we submit to him, he causes these things to take place in our lives. We come out from that place of being confined, of being in lockdown. Guys, we were never designed to live in lockdown for all of our days. Now, I understand that we need to be wise, we need to be careful, observe your social distancing, wear your mask, you know, sanitize, all these good things, okay? But in your heart and in your mind, do not succumb to the spirit of lockdown. 
we are not bound because of taking precautions for our health. We are still those who are advancing. God is still the breakthrough God, even though there is a COVID-19 virus that's going around, even though there are all these different tides and swirls and storms that are happening, God is still our breakthrough God. And we are still a breakthrough people. So he is the one. He is the breaker. So many times we've heard people refer to a breaker anointing that's come into a place. What are they referring to? Basically, it's just a way of describing God himself has come into the situation. You know, we don't just need a breaker anointing. We just, we've just got God. He is the breaker. He is coming through strongly for us. And he's standing up to do it. Oh my goodness, I am going to preach myself happy. I don't know about you guys at home, but I am so delighted, thrilled, excited, ecstatic that God is doing these things in our lives because he is the one who's advancing. We know that the kingdom is an advancing kingdom. And so God is at the head of it. He is leading us and he is the one who is breaking open the way. So it's not just that, you know what, I've just got to, you know, hold on and hang in there and push harder, and I've got to break open the way. <laughs> no. The Scripture is very clearly saying to us that God is the one who breaks through the barriers. He is the one who's bringing these walls down. We can have our faith, our confidence in Him to make that way open. It's not like, hey, I've got to try and summon up enough courage and strength and inner resource in order for that breakthrough to happen. No. No, no. I just need to rely on Him. I need to take my place of rest in Him. One of the coming weeks, I just want to spend a little time just looking at this thing of rest and of Sabbath and this amazing thing that's happening as we begin this, this well, I say begin this decade. We're a couple of months into it, uh, halfway through the first year. And, but the Lord is he's doing something in this year of reset. He's giving us a time of rest that we can recalibrate and we can see that he is going to be the one who brings the double portion. I, I still fully believe that we're going to see double portion by the time we get to the end of 2020. We're going to look back and we're kind of like, how on earth did this happen? This should never have happened. It's because God is going to prove to, to us who he is, that he actually didn't need us. <laughs> to come through he is the one who comes through for us so in this place of resting in him relying on him the one who breaks through is going to break open the way he's going to do it in such a powerful way there can be no question oh it was because i had such great faith forget it oh it's because i fasted and prayed forget it it's because i was so good forget it it's nothing about you, it's about Him. 
God is the only one who's going to get the glory. And God is wanting to show that in spite of the calamity and all of the strange things that are going on in the world, that he is the one who holds the power and just with a word, he can bring about a shift and a change and he can cause uh, our life to advance even when it looked like we were in a prison. He suddenly breaks open the way. There's a gateway. We can pass through this gateway that he creates and we can pass out through into the open space. We come back out into the land, so to speak. God is going to do good things. Let us rest in him. The next thing I want you to see that there is this link between the breaker goes out and then it says, and they will break out. We begin to reflect something of God's nature and his character. Okay? So God is the breaker and then we walk in his footsteps, then we break through, we break out. So we're not just going to sit back as we're resting in him and then do nothing. No, we are then going to be moved by God as we are carried by him. And then we also then become those who walk in this breaker anointing and release breakthrough even to others. Freely you have received now freely give to others. And so as we walk by faith, not by sight, and we step into that breakthrough that he's giving to us, we then become the answer to other people and we begin to be that testimony, that witness that God is the breaker and we say, you know what? If he's done it for me, he can do it for you. Now, come on, let's step into breakthrough together. So this is a great time for us to rise up from the place of rest, not striving, from the place of resting in Him as we step into the things that God has said to us. He's revealed, He's prophesied, He's spoken. We begin to break into these things because He is going on ahead of us. So the prophetic words that God has spoken, I was kind of like encouraging you around this last week. Grab a hold of the prophetic words. Now is the most amazing time, opportunity, season to grab a hold of those prophetic words and to hold them before the Lord and say, okay, God, you spoke these things and it wasn't because the circumstances were going to be right and perfect for these things to come about. No, you spoke them in advance. It's got nothing to do with circumstance. It's to do with your will and your purpose. So now, Lord, I'm beginning to trust you that you are going to cause these things to take place. And allow the Holy Spirit to inspire you, to speak to you, and to give you things that you can get up even as God gets up. You get up and you begin to step into that gateway that he's created for you. Right? So that those prophetic words can begin to come to fulfillment. You say, well, the time is not right. No, no. The time is perfect. So grab a hold of those words. Allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you in terms of what you need to do to activate 
these words that you can step into your breakthrough. You know, the angel broke into the prison. Peter and John, they were in chains. The angel came in, burst of light, the shackles broke free from them. And, um, and so, uh, you know, Peter's kind of like, well, am I dreaming or whatever? And the angel said, get up and walk out. And as they walked out, the, the prison doors just began to open in front of them. And, uh, and so, you know, there's a get up and there's a moving through. There's a moving out. And as you move out, so those prison doors open before you. And so there's a stepping into the things, those prophetic things that God has spoken to you. So there's the breaker. He's going before you. We need to step into that breaking anointing, partner with him. And then let's recognize that the king is the one who advances. He's the one at the head. He's the one who's going ahead of us. He's going before. He's leading the way. He is the head. This is so, so powerful. God goes before us. Let's, uh, let's just have a look at a, uh, another scripture here quickly in Deuteronomy uh, chapter 1. And here's a promise. Moses is speaking to the people of God. And, uh, and he's just encouraging them about what God is going to do for them. So in Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 29. Then I said to you, do not be terrified. Do not be afraid of them. The Lord your God who is going before you will fight for you. Even as he did for you in Egypt before your very eyes and in the wilderness. There you saw how the Lord your God carried you as a father carries his son all the way you went until you reached this place. So powerful. You know, we've just had Father's Day. We recognize that God is our father. So God carried his people as a father carries his son. God goes before, God goes ahead. So Moses is speaking to the people. This is Deuteronomy 1. And he's telling them, listen, God has brought us out of Egypt. He's carried us in the wilderness for 40 years. And now, not only has he done that in the past, in Egypt, through the, the miracles, now through the 40 years in the wilderness, now let's step into Deuteronomy chapter 31. Now this is the commissioning to go in with Joshua. So Deuteronomy 31, then Moses went out and spoke these words to all Israel. I'm now 120 years old, and I am no longer able to lead you. The Lord has said to me, you shall not cross the Jordan. The Lord your God himself will cross over ahead of you. <laughs> he will destroy these nations before you. And you will take possession of their land. Joshua also will cross over ahead of you, as the Lord said. And the Lord will do to them what he did to Sion and Og, the kings of the Amorites, whom he destroyed along with their land. The Lord will deliver them to you, and you must not do to them all that I sorry, and you must do to them all that I've commanded you. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. 
He will never leave you nor forsake you. Then Moses summoned Joshua and said to him in the presence of all Israel, Be strong and courageous, for you must go with this people into the land that the Lord swore to their forefathers to give them, and you must divide it among them as their inheritance. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Oh my goodness. Folks, this could not be more clear. God is the one who goes before us. The breaker, the king. He is our king. He is our Lord. He is advancing. He goes before us. And just as the instruction came to God's people, they came out of Egypt into the wilderness, wandered around for 40 years. Then again, as they're preparing to cross over the Jordan, and enter into the covenant promises, the promised land. God again encourages them through Moses, who is, who is acclaimed to be a prophet. He said, God is going ahead of you. He's going before you. Do not be afraid. Come on, be courageous. Be full of faith. God is going to make a way where there seems to be no way. And God did it. <laughs> Just like he parted the Red Sea for them to come out of Egypt and into the wilderness, so he parted the Jordan as they crossed from the wilderness into the promised land. I want to encourage you, do not be afraid. The one who breaks open the way is going before you. He's going ahead of you. The breaker is going to give you your breakthrough. <laughs> Those walls around you feels like a prison feels like there are chains, there are limitations, there are restrictions. You, you can't see your way out. God specializes in impossible situations. When we come to God, we come to the breaker who breaks open the way for his people. Our role in this is to come to him, to look to him, to trust in him, to not be afraid, but to be encouraged by him and to be encouraged, to be filled with courage, to be encouraged by the word, his promise, his word will never fail, will, will never come to nothing. It will accomplish the purpose for which the word was sent. So I know that you are going to be experiencing your own breakthrough. Your family, your own particular situation. There could be addictions. There could be cycles of thinking and behavior. Whatever it is that you're trapped in these things. God is your breaker. 
the one who breaks open the way is going to go before you and open up a pathway that you can walk out, you can go to that place of freedom, and then you can stay in that place of freedom. Maybe it's your finances. You feel like, I'm trapped, there's, there's nothing I can do. I, I'm, I'm trapped by debt, I'm, whatever it is. No. God is the one who's like a father who will pick you up and carry you. You might have thought, I'm in a desert and it's impossible. There's no ways. It's like economic calamity. No. He is going to make a way for you because he is the breaker who gives you your breakthrough. So let's pray together. Lord, you are <laughs> our breaker. Phenomenal that you would reveal yourself as the God of the breakthrough. The one who breaks open the way for his people. Thank you that you are more powerful than any prison wall, any chain, any bondage, any restriction, any lockdown. You are stronger than any of those things that have tried to hold me back. Thank you, God, that you have come into my life, into my family situation, and that you are breaking open the way that we do not need to remain in a prison any longer. Thank you that those walls that have kept us bound are coming down in Jesus' name. Thank you that you lead us out into that place of freedom. So we invite you to come and to break through into our lives. I just want to encourage you, just whatever it is that is just being like, this is impossible, this is too big, this is too hard, I'm just overwhelmed by this thing. Just lift it up to the Lord right now. Just in your, in your prayer, just, Lord, I'm actually just giving this over to you. This thing is too big for me. I've tried, I've been overwhelmed by this thing, I, I feel like this is too big of a deal. But I actually want to recognize, God, that you are the God of the impossible. You can do the impossible. What is impossible with man is possible with God. So I recognize that this is not too big for you. So I just want to bring this thing to you. And I want to give it over to you. I want to leave this thing with you. Lord, would you show yourself mighty, powerful, to break open a way for me. I'm asking, Lord, that you would speak prophetically to my heart, to my mind. You'd give me a scripture. You'd give me a dream. Somebody would send me a message. But you would give me a sign, even this week, that you have heard my cry. And that the answer is on the way. And that the promise is true. You will never leave me and you will not forsake me. 
Thank you, Lord, we are not forsaken. You're with us. And so we yield ourselves again and afresh to you and to your purposes. We say thank you, Lord, that by faith these prison walls are coming down. We are not held by a spirit of lockdown and that our freedom is our portion. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Wow. Folks, I just want to encourage you. Just take time to let this word just, you know, get down deep inside of you. You know, the Lord wants us to be a people of breakthrough. That we would be alive, that our life would reflect a breakthrough life. And that we would be a living, walking testimony, a signpost to others. It's kind of like, wow, you think you've got life difficult? You know what? Once I had great difficulty, it was beyond me. But God broke through into my life. And I know that he will break through into your life. So come on, let's live the breakthrough life together. Let's see God come through powerfully. I, I, I'm just so aware that we are going to see some amazing testimonies that are going to come through over the next while. So please drop a couple of comments in, in the comments section or send us an email. And uh, we'd love to hear your testimonies. If you would like people to join with you in prayer, praying you know, to see these walls come down, uh, go onto our website and, uh, and send us a, a prayer request. And uh, our prayer teams are ready and available to, to pray with you um, individually. And, uh, and let's, let's trust the Lord that we are going to see the breakthrough coming, not just sometime in the way distant future, but now, during this time, that God would manifest and show himself in the opposite way from everything else we see in the world around about us. That we will know that it is God, not us. So, we're looking forward to great testimonies. So, bless you. Thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, trust the Lord that he would release such a favor and blessing upon you that you can, in turn be a blessing to other people around you. Have an awesome week. Until next time, God bless.